Welcome back, guys. You're tuning into the Rolling and Shutter podcast. I'm Rolling. And I'm Shutter. And we are back for episode number 40. Today, we're Big doing 40. it virtually, which will be yes, interesting. Sir. Hopefully, I'm everything in, uh, goes. A, yeah, I'm sorry. in Argentina. That's why. Yeah. Josh is uh, out seeing the sights. Hopefully, everything uh, sounds okay and looks okay on your guys' end. But thank you guys for clicking in and choosing to hang out with us today. We've got a somewhat abbreviated schedule just because we don't want to risk anything with Zoom and doing it virtually. Plus, it's not the same as being in person, especially yeah. for some show uh, for some segments. But we have Roundup. We've got our call sheet drafts that we teased last week and then our flash talk. So things are going to be pretty streamlined today, I have a feeling. Yeah. So it's actually not going to be all over the place. Going yeah. on rants. I know. Three no, weeks we'll in still a row where it's... Well, yeah, I, mean, I feel long. like we have to go on the rants. Yeah, it's kind I mean, of like a staple point. now. Yeah. I haven't been up to like shit though. I've been head down, working, working out, coming home, chilling out, neither rinse, repeat. Yep. I have a pretty uh, pretty set schedule during the week now. So, But I haven't been taking effect in this Sunday, Monday start of the week deal because our snowboarding has been getting all fucked up. Oh. It was like the fourth week in a row where it's been uh, hotter and raining on the days that we're trying to go. So they close up. Oh, of course. It could, yeah, it so it's been... It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do something sick and then it's like, you know what? Think think about that again. Yeah, think about that again, Chief. I, I saw a video on Twitter the other day and I almost sent it to you. And it was this dude skiing in france and he was just skiing and then out of nowhere the the ground drops from beneath him and he's like skiing over like a cave yeah it had just like a bunch of snow on it and i guess it had just finally given in and he just went boom straight down started you know going through this cave and then luckily his skis you know snagged on a rock or something and he stopped and then the video afterwards he was in french you know speaking french and he was like the fuck i'm imagining that's what he said yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And you, Dude, know, you should have said it to me. I would have got hype. No, I, I the hype last thing I want, because like, my thought process was you'd see it and then you'd be like, oh, yeah, no, that won't happen. I'll tell him it won't happen and then he'll go. And then I'll yeah. have to have this conversation again where it's like, so I'm he's not going down, skiing. He's down <laughs> to snowboard. Let's go. Yeah. Like uh, if I sent that to you or Jimmy, and, like in a group chat, Jimmy would probably be like, he's seeing more snowboarding and skiing stuff. That means he's down. Yeah, we're we're working our way into them. Take yeah. shit. You're not. No. Yeah, my that's how my Sunday Monday supposed to go. Then I start my work week. I started a, a game night on Wednesday, specifically playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons. If you've ever heard, okay. It's like I have super heard of it. Ner- super nerdy shit. Oh yeah, but it, as long as you're having fun, and I will say, yeah. I watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie, and it's a very good movie. I mean, I reviewed it on the podcast. Yeah, I still um, haven't seen it. It's very good. I, I mean, if you're if you get into it, then you should watch the movie because a lot of people that were that are into the actual game say the movie is pretty faithful. Yeah, that's fire. That's hype. Uh, for me, yeah. it's been work. I have though towards the end of the night been playing a little bit of xbox so i have been relaxing yeah. a little bit decompressing some unwind time yeah um how did the uh that interview go I, I think it went okay he said you know it was a pre-screen and then he's gonna send that interview to the person that works in the actual location and then they'll reach out to me if they want to schedule an interview fuck yeah we'll Part see two. hopefully they said that uh by the end of the week i should hear so hopefully by tomorrow yeah, it is end of the week, so if you hadn't heard today, it'd be tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, unless they hit you up on Saturday. Yeah, that'd it's be weird my shit. luck. Yeah, but hey, can you actually of... come in today? I would. I mean, shit. Yeah, I'm off honestly. on Saturday for once, but I mean, look, you you've heard me bitch and complain about my current job quite a lot, yeah. and I'm just ready to get out of it. I re- I really it's, am. It's time. Yeah, it's been two and a half, almost three years. I had a good run. Come work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. No no uh complications like the previous. No, there have been. There, there have been. No, 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 but but not like to that extent though. Yeah, no, not to that extent, which is true. Um yeah. 
But yeah, you know, it's like I've been seeing too. It's like my feed knows that all of my favorite coworkers have left. Yeah. Because it's like uh the new hires when you when they ask about uh, your old work friend and it's that dude crying and I'm just like I'm not trying to get all emotional while I'm trying to take a shit. Yeah, for real. I mean, that's a good time too though. Yeah, true. Nobody else is in there. You're you're safe. You're in your own you safe break space. Down, bust a fart. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be doing that shit anyway. I don't need a fucking moment for it. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. How far? I mean, this is the problem with the virtual too, is we can't see how long we've been recording for, but I guess we just jump right into Roundup. Not anything crazy. And like we said, it's going to be short and sweet this week. I don't have a lot of notes written about any of these headlines. We can talk about them if anything interests you, but here they go. Yeah. Mattel has announced that a <laughs> new American Girl doll movie is in the works. Is this like a follow-up to like Barbie or something? It's in response to Barbie, 100%. So they, of course, are learning all of the wrong lessons from the Barbie movie. Naturally. Do we need this movie? Absolutely not. But we're going to get it, so we might as well just get on board with it. The second headline that I've got, um, George Clooney, my boy, has said that another Oceans movie, the Oceans 11, Oceans 12, and Oceans 13 (laughs) franchise, could be in the works. Oh, my Um, God. They said that, or George Clooney said that a script has been written and it's very good and uh, that it's unlike the other movies. So it's kind of got a different style and tone to it. He said, we'll see. No. Well, of course. It's like, what, 10, 15 years later? Yeah. And they've made, they they tried making the prequel Ocean's 8 and that bombed. And then they're making another prequel with Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie. Hopefully that's good. Yeah. Which is, they're supposed to play George Clooney's parents. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I'm excited because I love those movies, but... Yeah, seriously, they're pretty good. And uh, George Clooney still is looking good, so I mean, I yeah. guess he could pull it off. Yeah, he he looked okay at the end of The Flash, even though the rest of the movie was garbage. Yeah, I blocked that movie out of my memory. Yeah, I've got to talk about it uh, when we do our year-in-review best and worst movies of 2023. Oh, God, yeah, bring it up. Spoiler alert, it's the worst. Anyway, the third headline (laughs) that I've got is um, one of my favorite production companies at the moment, A24, and one of, I think, your favorite actors, Dwayne Johnson, are set to produce a movie together. Johnson is going to be acting in it, and it's a drama. So everybody on Twitter is like, please, homie, just show me you can act. Yeah. Like, just do something not comedy or Baywatch. Um, He hasn't done, like, something like that in a long time. Yeah, it's been a very long time. Uh, But he's... He he can act if he wants to. Yeah, I feel like he's just most been recent... playing like superheroes and shit recently. Yeah, stuff he's like been that. getting typecast a little bit. I feel like. Yeah, for sure. I think too. I you know, don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure it's a wrestling movie or something. Something to do in the wrestling world, which would make sense because The Rock got started in wrestling. Um, yeah, but he's also probably responding to. Uh, that show coming out with Zac Efron and the dude from Shameless that's like about wrestling. I think it's yeah, the uh, Iron Claw. Some, I'm excited yeah, about that. It's going to be good. Yeah. he's. I mean, Zac Efron's going to end up getting nominated for an Academy Award for it. Probably. I mean, his chin looks weird, but everything else yeah. is cool. Apparently he had an infection, and that's why it looks <clears> like that. Yeah, people thought it was like plastic surgery at first, yeah. but yeah, it was like an infection, and now it just looks weird. People are just quick to automatically be like, oh, yeah, he got work done. He's a celebrity. He fucking he's his face is fake now. Yeah. Um, the last major headline I have, it's not movie or tech related. It's actually sports related. And I just want to say it because the number is ridiculous and I want to get your opinion on it and just see your reaction to it. Uh-huh. So. For those in the know, the best player on the face of the earth was a free agent this past offseason. His name is Shohei Otani. He's Japanese. Um, and he just recently, last week, signed a deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So previously he played for the Los Angeles Angels, and now he's going to the Dodgers. He's literally just driving 45 minutes up the 405 to go play for a different team in L.A. Anyway, the deal is worth 10 years, $700 million. Right, so he's making $70 million a year. Yeah. In the state of California, which means he's getting taxed up the yinger for 81 games. Yeah. 
And then for the other 81 games, he's getting taxed in whatever city he's playing in anyway. So $680 million of it is to be deferred until after he's done playing for the Dodgers. So like almost all of it, he won't see until the 10 years is up. Yeah. So for the next 10 years, (laughs) yeah. So for the next 10 years, he's making $2 million a year, which is still nothing to still, still great. Yeah. But for the best player on planet earth, it's a steal. Um, so for those 10 years, he's getting paid 2 million a year. He can opt out of the contract after the end of every single season, as long as there is a substantial change in the leadership within the organization. So that means GM or principal owner leaves. He yeah. can just walk away whenever he wants. I feel like that's safe on like their part for making that deal because in their eyes, they're like, oh, he has to last 10 years to get this. Yeah. Not necessarily. Well, has to, well, it'd stick around too, but like last the whole time. Yeah. And it's, a, I mean, people are always, people are like, this is a little shady just because the amount of money is ridiculous and it's Major League Baseball yeah. and it's deferred money. This was all Shohei Otani's idea. He wanted to reduce the amount of money on the books each year for the Dodgers so they can go out and be competitive and sign other players. It's interest-free, the $680 million. So he's not getting interest on any of that deferred money or anything. Um, and every, every year after next year, the Dodgers have to start putting $44 million a year into an escrow account for him. Maybe it is a like good idea. Uh, it's a it's it's a weird area. It's setting a, yeah. a dangerous precedent for baseball and for these large contracts. There's in the bylaws no rule against the amount of money that can be deferred, but it just it's seems still weird. it's yeah it's kind of shady. And then especially too, there's rumors that the Dodgers have been negotiating with Shohei since as early as last year, which is strictly prohibited while you're on another team. Yeah. So I'm sure there are going to be some investigations into it. Um, for sure. But good for Shohei. I should have stuck with baseball. It's strategic, though. I mean, from the team and his standpoint, like like you said, that they're making room for like adjustments or like additions. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he can just be like, you know what? I'm out of here after any year that he wants is kind of ridiculous. He's got a rolling opt out. I've never like this. This contract is unprecedented in the in the history of Major League Baseball in the history of sports. It's. Do you think he there's like a better deal out there though? Like he would have to no. drop it for something else, right? Yeah, no, I don't think this year there was a better deal. I don't think any team was offering him seven hundred. I think the highest any other team went was six fifty over ten years. Okay, so you're almost like each year it's like a reevaluation of like if someone can give him something better. Yeah. But also, like we gotta we gotta wait and see when the con the details of the contract get out and all of the weird verbiage that I'm sure is going to be in there. Yeah, uh, the fine print, the fine print. But it's absolutely crazy. It sent shockwaves throughout the entire sports world. Um, and something tells me the league will be dealing with the aftermath of this deal for at least the next ten years, and then probably for another ten after. Yeah, it's just absolutely <clears throat> crazy to me. Oh. Last thing before we get on with the episode. After he's done playing, he will receive $68 million a year for 10 years. Like a year is so crazy. Yeah. He is making more money in two games than the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers is the entire season. Yeah. They play 162 games in baseball. Anyway, okay. And the last headline I have is more so for you and me, because we're doing this virtually this week, because it's my fault, which means the new segment's got to be pushed back a week. But I figured we could talk about the new segment and share. At least let them know what's what's about to be on their plate. Yeah, and share what the idea is. So why don't you take it off, because this was your idea. So the, the family feud little segment we're about to do so i think it was a few weeks ago at this point now we entered it and it was almost like a uh alter alteration or something of our draft but we were trying to find a way to make it more interesting because when we did that first test i kind of looked up the questions so i kind of had like background in a sense 
to like how to answer or like what to think of for the answer kind of thing. So uh, we're going to try to do it now, but update it so that Ash is taking full control. So it's like AI generated. We can have it unbiased and then kind of, you know, roll it off that way. It might be a little more interesting, especially with having both parties have the surprise of like what the question is or what the answers are or what the scoring is, yeah. et cetera. And you'll hopefully people don't roll their eyes when they hear Ash. I've been working to make it so that she is designed for this. There's going to be a version of our app for Ash that is solely for us to use. And she is only her only purpose is going to be to give us these prompts. Um, no voice, no nothing. We're just going to be reading it off. And for the video watchers, the text will pop up on screen. But other than that, no gimmicks, no nothing. It's just mm -hmm. AI giving us the prompts. Um, and then and the you voting. can play like how I do, like when I'm watching it on the TV, like you can go along with us and yeah. be like, oh, like. <laughs> yeah, so it'll, we'll, we'll, we'll make it so that it's like each question is like a big thing. We'll do it like normal family feud style survey says, all that stuff. Um, we can, we're going to have Steve Harvey on. Like, yeah. And then also because it is Ash and I can't help the fact that she's an asshole sometimes, she's going to throw in some inappropriate and some probably less than some edgy ideas. Yeah. Um, so that should be fun. It'd be a nice little like switch up. Like if she just puts something way out of left field and we're like, what? <laughs> what did you yeah. do? <laughs> yeah, we're going to um, still go back to it and try to guess for it. Yeah, and then so the idea too is that we're going to put all of these prompts and everything up on Instagram and then we're going to have people vote for like the options that they would most likely choose. And then that's how yeah. we decide a winner. Um, and then you'll win naturally. And then... Uh, well, no, because know. this is completely different. This is... No, it'll still work the same. Like you'll win, yeah. you'll get to go first. It's all going to... We'll see. It's the same. It's the same. Thing. Yeah, we'll see. But um, we appreciate you guys and your patience uh, on the segment. Working with Ash the past few weeks has been a little tricky, but I think everything is pretty good. We've got a prompt set up where she's giving pretty consistent uh, ideas to us. So yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be next week. We've also got some other stuff planned for next week that we'll get into towards the end of the episode. But for now, we're going to go ahead and get into our call sheet drafts, the one that we've been looking yeah. forward to since last week. Josh, set it up. Yeah. So, as you all know, we drool over the Flash. And we're going to get into a lot of Flash things this episode. But today's draft is going to be themed. And if you guys tuned in for the last episode, and we may have mentioned it the one prior... We're going to specifically be doing our Flash villain draft. So this is going to be a tricky one because there's very few that are, you know, top tier. And we both know, like, which ones they are. So, yeah. And obviously we know who's going first. So it's really going to set up. We, I feel like uh, we, it's pretty safe to say, like, the top three villains of the entire show are going one, two, and three. Yeah. And then you said uh, you have a sleeper although, pick. Yeah, I have a sleeper pick, and I'm probably going to save it for maybe third or something. But we also have, uh, we kind of clarified before we started recording that if there's multiple iterations of the character, which you and I both know exactly like which one we're talking about, mm -hmm. but you can take, like, they count as, like, two or whatever the case. Yeah. So, and we'll obviously explain <laughs> it. When, when we come across that, we'll, we'll explain it. Yeah. But since I won the last call sheet draft, shocker. I get to go first. Big shocker. Yeah, and uh, the shocks just keep on coming because my first overall pick is Reverse Flash. So this is what Season I was saying. The... Reverse Flash. Okay, so we're talking uh, Harrison Wells. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any arguing that he's that that version of Eobard Thawne is the best it's version the best. of Eobard Thawne. Yeah. Tom Cavanaugh fucking ate his cake and served it to everybody in season he one. He had his cake and ate it too. Yeah, he ate his cake first and then, you know. Yeah. Probably grabbed Grant. I mean. <laughs> Damn straight. Uh, 
So I'm going to go with Zoom mm. for my first. I need to secure. Yeah, I knew that you were going. I knew you were going Zoom. Yeah. yeah you know, season two is just such a banger. It is a banger. And we'll get into more of season two in a second. And then yeah. this pick, I can't wait until we get to this season of the show and we can start gushing about this season. I'm going with Savitar. Oh, there it is. Say what you want for all the audio listeners that are saying season three was asked. Savitar is a good villain. The episode when Barry figures it out is crazy. That whole season is gas, just like one, two, and three. Yeah. It, all bangers. It's a sleeper, though. If uh, if everyone has the same experience, like if you guys haven't watched it, watch it. You might have the same experience as us where one and two slapped. Three was a slow burn. And then, like, you start to think about it. Then you rewatch it, and you're like, actually, no, this is, like, yeah, along with the top contenders. Yeah, like, you realize on a rewatch and on, like, a third rewatch, like, oh, shit, they're actually, like, developing these characters on a more, like, intimate level. And it's not just all happy. And Yeah. Anyway, season three. I mean, that's, yeah, you get enough of the, the sappy stuff in season two as well, but yeah. it's different. All right, my second pick, I'm going to still sit on my sleeper, and I'm going to have to go, uh, I'm just going to have to go reverse Flash Eobard. Okay. So it's, I don't remember the actor's name. Do That's, you, do you um, yeah, what's his, Is his name? name? Matthew something? Yeah. Lillard, am I? Thinking? No, that's uh, that's Shaggy. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna look. Oh, up. okay. <laughs> I got him on my mind from Five Nights Matt, at Freddy. Um, Leisher, Leisher, maybe Reverse Flash Actor. It's gonna be like Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah, but obviously we know our boy Tom. Yeah, Tommy C. Yeah, Matt <laughs> Letcher. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's who I'm picking. But I, because I yeah, need dude. a reverse flash on my team. I have to. Yeah. He's not as good, but no, he's still the, dude. You haven't gotten to the the last season yet. He's got an true. episode in the last season. I mean, dude, his performance in that episode rivals Tom Cavanaugh's reverse flash. It really does. Okay. I, I don't un- have to explain myself then. He's a fire pick. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He's really good. That wasn't your sleeper? Nope. Okay. I didn't even think of him. Yeah, I just had another one come to it. me, but I'm not going with it. I'm not going with it. Okay. I I strongly believe that you don't have this on your list, and it's crazy. And you might argue about it, to be honest. All right. So this is pick number three. I'm going with Hannibal Bates. Okay. There's, for whatever reason, I just love the fact that um, Reverse Flash used Hannibal Bates again and kills him. I mean, the fact that he kills him is yeah. terrible. But the fact that he just shows <laughs> that he doesn't give a damn about anybody about him other than himself. And then he just goes, let me reintroduce to you Mr. Hannibal Bates. And I'm just like, give me it. <laughs> give me all of it. Give me it. Yeah, I'm going to eat that up. Yeah. All right. I'm still going to save my sleeper. And I'm going to go Captain Cold for my third. Captain Cold was on my list. Yeah. He's like the best out of the rogues. I'm going to go with... No shot. The Trickster. Uh, That's a good one. I just Mark Hamill, I mean, I feel like you can't go wrong with him. And it's essentially the Joker, but his version of the Joker from the video games. I didn't like the uh, the dude trying to pretend to be the trickster. Yeah, not at all. He That's the dude from annoying. Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. Oh, God, I didn't even know that. All right, and so... I'm, I'm cursed with knowledge. Cursed. So I'm surprised you didn't take this pick because you took Reverse Flash, so I had to have another version of Reverse Flash. I chose Zoom, and you didn't choose Black Flash. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know what? I I'm perfectly cool with you got with you taking them because we didn't get to see enough of them. That's true. We didn't get to but see But he was them. do you remember that one scene where uh Reverse Flash and uh shit, what's his name? Uh Malcolm. 
yeah malcolm and they were like all in the building he's like stand still and like yeah. black flash is certain like dude that dude, shit was that insane. season of legends was so good so good so good but it didn't it end with like the big teddy bear or whatever it or was ended that the first with, no it didn't end with the big teddy bear i think it i think it might season two might have ended with a big teddy bear and that's like them realizing that they screwed everything up and then that's yeah. the cliffhanger and they're like what the fuck is this and then it ends yeah, that's when it got silly for me, and I stopped. Dude, I'm give it a chance. Yeah. If you're if you're ever bored one night and you're partaking in extracurriculars, <laughs> I'm telling you, watch the later seasons. It's hilarious. Like, yeah, I do like the cast. Like it's a good cast. Yeah, I stopped so, watching when Ray left. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, because that's my boy. You know? Yeah. All right, All right, so my last pick. I feel like I have I, to go with this per, this villain just for the memes. Yeah, I know who it is. No, no, go ahead. Take that one. But when I said just for the memes, there's two, there's another one that popped into my head, and so now I don't know which one is better. I am going to go with Grodd. Ah, lame. Say no. <laughs> It was between Grodd and one other person. I'll tell you who the other person was after you make your pick. Uh, and Grodd okay. wasn't but, even on my list. Yeah, neither. I didn't even think of him. <laughs> yeah, I forgot do, about uh, him. Do the guy, guy that Grodd fought, the other gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, Gorilla City? Yeah. His name was probably Zeus or something. Yeah, some stupid shit. All right, so I thought you were going to say Reverb. No. I, I mean, Reverb's cool, but he's not in it enough for me. Yeah, not not special. Um, so I have that on my list, but I'm not picking him. So my final pick, and we'll we'll see if you accept it. I I think it should. Okay, is going to be Evil Barry. Yeah, when he was mind controlled. Yeah, by blood work. I think so. When he was fighting Arrow. Oh no, no. So that's that version of Barry's crazy. When the guy like showed him the, the red light in his eyes and everything. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool with that. I was gonna put Dark Barry from season six when uh that one dude like infested his blood with shit and he started like seeing all those visions and he had that crazy yeah. performance. Yo, I forgot about that. Villain? It was the dude, yeah, it was the the I think he's Indian, but yeah. from uh he- heroes. Yeah, Ramsey, Ramsey Rosso. Yep. You have failed yep. this city. I kind of like I kind of liked that villain. Yeah, he's good. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. The the CGI is what ruined it for him. Like if his CGI was a little bit better, I would have been like, yeah, I'm in, but he when he turned into his full blood work comic book villain, it looked bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Only so much you could do there. Yeah. That was fun though. So some of my um, honorable mentions, just because a lot of them are season one. I'm realizing Weather Wizard. I had yeah. on there. Um, I had King Shark because King Shark's got to be on there, and that was the toss up. It was between Grodd and King Shark, <laughs> two animals. Yeah, and then I had Blood Work, and then I had Sand Demon and Adam Smasher. I like is. Who's the uh, the one guy in season one when uh, he goes supersonic baby? When school? Cisco says supersonic punch baby, um, yeah, that's Tony. So it Girder. Girder. That would have that would have been a cool one, but not Dude, like really a, a good one. If I uh, I'm googling it just to make sure I got it. So sorry if you can hear um, my keys. Yeah, Girder, dude. We've got a problem, or maybe I have a problem. <laughs> no, we've just watched it so many times. Yeah, especially the early seasons, dude. I can still, I can still hear Cisco being like, "Really, the zombies for real?" And then it goes to commercial. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Remember we used to watch it with commercials. Yeah. Don't even get me started, man. I I was at, thinking at the I genuinely, and shit. I genuinely thought about the the Flash the other day, and I was like, man. At this time, any other year, I'd be getting, I'd be gearing up for a new season. Yeah, or we'd I'd, be like, "Yo, you coming over to watch it?" Like, yeah, I'd be lacing them up, lacing up them laces. We would go out in the car and then come back in. 
Yeah. Go for a drive. And go stop at the the Wayway. The Wee Wall. And get some crumb top donuts. Get some crumbs. All right, let's go oh. over our list real quick. Yeah. Just to re-say what we all picked. All right, so uh, I my first pick in, in order is Reverse Flash, Savitar, Hannibal Bates, The Trickster, and then Gorilla Grodd. I think yours is very diverse, but in my mind, it's uh, the last three are kind of like not as hard as the first. Yeah, well, I kind of ran into the issue too where like none of them, like we were talking about it before when we were making our lists, like none of the main story villains other than uh, Flash, Zoom, and Savitar really like did anything for me. Like Cicada's weak. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thinker's weak. The thinker is at, at least at the end. Yeah, like you got to take them for their for all that they are, and the the thinker yeah. is definitely weak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hannibal Bates, I think, is a really good villain, and then he goes. I, it's funny. I don't even remember what I look like. Like that's like a harrowing. That was hard. Yeah, they are definitely good picks. But I would say your picks, like in terms of like the trouble that they gave Barry, yeah, Barry and co- uh, company, probably you you take the cake on that. I needed a King Shark, and then I would have been diverse. All right, so mine was Zoom Reverse Flash, the Ea, the full Eobard version, Captain Cold, Black Flash, and Evil Barry. So my shit was like all speedsters. Pretty much, it's just like the first Except few Captain seasons Cold. of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Dude, could we have done The Rival? Do you remember The Rival? Yeah, we could have done that. That would have been crazy. He was asked. Oh, uh, dude, we could have done Alchemy. We didn't even think about Alchemy. Which one was Alchemy? That was, remember okay. when Julian would like lose his memories and then yes. he would put on the mask? Yeah, that was like when uh, Savitar was getting introduced. Yeah, and then he was like, I am the future Flash. We were like, what yeah. is he saying? Is he saying he's the future Flash, or is he saying I'm the future, yeah. comma, Flash? Flash, yeah. Then they changed it in the finale anyway. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till we get to season three. We're going to have, like, we're going to talk about the entire season of season three. Yeah, we're going to be like, all right, first four episodes, next four episodes. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to get to duet, and then the entire episode is just going to be us talking about duet. Duet is so good. It's so gas. We we love uh, Grant Gustin. We love Melissa Benoist as well. Yeah, yeah, man, and it's oh, it's so good. Anyway, um, we got a whole well just... episode talking about Patty as well. We 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 did a little bit last time we had the flash talk, well, but we can talk about her again in our flash talk now because we're at the end of season, season two this time. It. Yeah, well, uh, we'll do that again on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think in these four episodes that we watched for today, she leaves. I think it's an episode or two before that yeah, she leaves. Yeah, it's not at the end. Yeah, it's more so like the middle, I feel like. Yeah, isn't it before Barry loses his powers? Because he runs onto the train. Uh, and she's like, no, we're all good, Flash. And that's when she like she knows that it's Barry. Yeah, yeah, I think that happens before he loses his speed. All right. All right, well, we might as well just get into our Flash talk now because... Might as well keep the keep the uh, the continuity going. Know. Yeah, I was gonna say keep the running going or something. <laughs> Some stupid pun about speed. Run towards the finish line. Yeah, finish line. That was uh the finale of uh, the finale of season three. Don't ask how I know that. Yeah, I won't ask because I know. Mm-hmm. I know how you know. You know how I know how, and you know how I know. Anyway, the first episode that we watched was called Rupture. Rupture. Oh, sorry. Cue the sound effects. Okay. First episode we watched was Rupture. Um, And the official description is Zoom arrives back on Earth-1 intent on taking over Central City. Barry and Wells come up with a plan to stop Zoom once and for all, but it's extremely dangerous. And this is, of course, the episode where Barry and Wells try to get his speed back. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love seeing uh, that, like, battle and, like, how frustrating it is. Yeah, because it's like at this point in the show, it's not really like anyone else but Barry doing anything. So it's actually detrimental that he's out of the picture. Yeah, and true, and too, like the episode before that was him like getting used to not having the super speed again. So at this time, like he was like, "I need my like I'm nothing without my speed." And I remember that yeah. being a thing where Joe is, I think, talking to Henry, and Joe's like, "Henry, he like he truly feels like 
he's nothing without his speed. Or it might have been Iris. Yeah. But it first of all, sets up a theme the entire show where he's like, I need my speed. I need to get faster. It sets up that theme perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because where it leads to with uh, them trying to desperately get his speed back and recreate the scenario of him gaining his speed. Yeah. And then it fucking kills him. It literally evaporates him. Yeah. And then Zoom comes that, running in at the end because he like is watching it all happen from Barry's lab. How hard is that, by the way? He's doing all yeah. of this from Barry. He's got Caitlin chained up in Barry's lab. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's watching and then he runs in at the end of the episode and like picks up Barry's burnt ass suit and is like, you fools. You thought you could give him back his speed? In his like deep, raspy voice. You yeah. thought you could give him his speed back. Yeah, and I think that's when he takes Caitlin is after that moment. Because yeah, Caitlin's somewhere in the room. Yeah, because yeah, Caitlin's in the room with them, with them as they're w- doing all this. And then I think he runs away with her. And then Cisco's like, yeah. Caitlin. Yep. Yeah, I remember that specifically. Meanwhile, everyone else is worried about Barry getting yeah. fucking sizzled. And and then also like uh, imagine being Wells in that or Harry in that situation. Like he just yeah. convinced Barry to do it. Henry is right there. Just watched his son blow up after getting out of prison. <laughs> Joe is there. They're all yeah. there. And then doesn't also um, Wally and Jesse get hit with the the wave of dark matter? Yeah. Yeah. And then they're they're trying to get uh, Barry's dad to help them because he's a doctor, but he's yeah. like traumatized that his son just went up and smoke in he's front in of him. Shock. Yeah. And then the episode ends. Yeah. Then the episode ends, and then we go into the runaway dinosaur, which is one of my favorite episodes, and it's directed Mm -hmm. by the goat, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, That was when he was in the Speed Force, and he was, like, talking to his his mom. That was the entity of the Speed Force. Yeah, and then he was also talking to Joe, and then Iris. And remember Iris, the, the version of Iris goes, we shared our first kiss here. And then Barry's like, it's not you. And then he comes back stronger, doesn't he? Or he comes back, he just comes back with his speed and he's like a little boost, right? He come, I think he comes back with like an overwhelming sense of calm. Because remember the next episode, everybody's like, Barry, we're screwed. And he's like, the speed force is on our side. We're chilling. He's like overly optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Henry goes up to him and is like, hey, what are you doing? Like... Remember, this is, but then at the end of Runaway Dinosaur, like he somehow knows that if he touches Jesse, it'll wake her up. Remember, she's in the coma and then he like touches yeah. her the electric or the lightning courses through Wakes his veins and into hers. And yeah. Harry's like, How did you know that would work? And then that foreshadows them getting their speed and shit. Or at least Jesse. Yeah. Well, I, I think it foreshadows Wally as well. You just don't know. You just don't yeah, know I mean, it yet. Yeah. But that's like a whole we'll, season three issue. Yeah, we'll get into the how Wally got his speed and everything when we get to season three. But the Runaway Dinosaur is just really good, and it, I, like, this is a common theme in like all of the episodes. You can t- kind of tell when like the writing is mid in all of these episodes, and you can tell when the actors like really resonated with the script. And whenever Barry interacted with his parents or went back to that night or did anything remotely with his family you could always tell like grant Gustin's giving a perform the performance yeah because he's actually a really good actor yeah unbelievable yeah the last temptation last temptation of barry allen is one of the best performances i've ever seen on an arrowverse show it's not saying much but <laughs> no there's a lot of really good ones especially in flash yeah i mean the first few seasons of arrow dude Stephen amell's acting was on point not actually yeah but no i agree like <laughs> his acting was good for the character at first and then it got yeah. like interesting he just so he has his moments. out of nowhere yeah he did yeah, he but... had his moments he had his moments that's the perfect way to do it or to describe yeah. it same with diggle we're getting into an arrow rant that's not <laughs> that that'll be after flash once we finish yeah. it out um and then the second to last episode is called invincible um after Zoom unleashes an army of Earth 2 metahumans on Central City, Barry is shaken when he sees their leader is Black Canary's Earth 2 doppelganger, the Black Siren. 
Meanwhile, Wally takes to the streets to help the Flash stop metahumans, which worries Joe, Iris, and Henry. We're all concerned about Barry taking on Zoom by himself. We also love Katie Cassidy. Do we? Uh, she's kind of annoying and arrow, but like I think she's a good character. I liked her when she, when uh, Joe and Cisco went to um, Starling City in season one, or Star City in season one of The Flash, and they like yeah. revisited the crash site for Harrison Wells and all that. She was good in that. Yeah, but she just always like. I don't know. It was just like she was always just there to bitch and complain. Like if you're not there to, com- to like to solve the problem, then get out the kitchen. Like what the hell are you doing? She's like Iris, but not as bad. Yeah, she could actually handle herself, and she didn't say we are the Flash or we are Arrow. Yeah. We are the Arrow. <laughs> we are the Green Arrow. We are the Hood. <laughs> we are the Hood. Um, but this is uh, what else happens in this episode? Barry or the Flash talks to Wally. And Wally's like, you gave up your speed for me. Like, I need to do this for you, blah, blah, blah. And then the scene it, of this whole season happens. He, I don't think he knew that uh, uh, Barry was the Flash yet. He didn't know that. No, until not yet. The... But but Joe, remember, Joe was like, Barry, you got to talk to him because he's going out and trying to do all this stuff. And then he runs to him as the Flash and like does the voice right. changing. And it's like. Do you think your parents would really want you? Your family would really want you risking your you. life? And then the dinner happens. Yeah. So at that point, he didn't know. He doesn't know that Barry's the Flash yet. And he was like throwing all types of shade at Barry the entire season. Yep. He was, he like hated Barry, but he loved the Flash. Just, yeah. And then he didn't know that they're the same person. And then Henry is making a toast. And sure enough, Zoom enters and takes Henry and Barry doesn't hesitate. And that's when Wally finds out. And that's a great scene. Yeah. I love him. Like he sees Zoom with his dad and he's like, oh, book. And then he turns to look at Barry and then he's just like gone. Yeah. Along with them. And he's like, wait, what the. You could see his mind starts spinning together. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And then Barry, uh, Grant Gustin delivers another great performance in the final moments of the episode yeah take me kill yeah. me instead no yeah oh, dude. You know that was actually he, like a spot-on impression of henry right yeah i was there. gonna say that was like you remember when you said that <laughs> no <laughs> you're getting choked out and everything and then of course the final episode <laughs> that all leads into the race of his life which so this is post henry death yeah and uh, now he's he was he had this calm before, like an episode before, and now he's just like all emotion. Yeah, and he's, he's trying like, to kill him. Yeah, and and Joe's like trying to talk to him. He's like, I want to do way more than just kill him. And then don't they lock him, him up? Yeah, they lock him up in the pipeline, and then he goes and does the race. He uses a time remnant. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to kill yourself. Yeah, he knew the risks. Yeah. And then um, the time wraiths come in and make Zoom into your pick in the draft, Black Flash. Because mm-hmm. they, uh, was it because Barry spawned a remnant that they started coming, but they were looking for, or they ended yeah. up like attacking him instead? Yeah. So the the reason, because I, mean, I think they set up throughout the entire season that there is something chasing Zoom. Yeah, like he ne- he can never sit still. Yeah, and then he's dying because of the velocity nine that he took, and then he gets Barry speed, so he's no longer dying, but he's still running in and out of time. So, yeah. I think at one point Barry goes. They, I just hoped that they were more upset with him than they were me. Yeah, yeah, I think he did say that, like for verbatim. Goddamn, I'm like throwing up. Yeah, and then, I mean. There are so many great episodes sprinkled throughout season two, but the fact that they started with four absolute bangers of an epi- of episodes and then they ended with four even bangers. bigger bangers. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, it, and it's like sprinkled throughout. Most of the episodes are bangers. Yeah. There's probably outliers in the first three seasons that are bad. And then from there on, it's outliers that are good. The family of family of rogues, that's whatever fury of firestorms whatever yeah anytime we see uh captain cold's sister is a boring episode 
Yeah. Running to stand still. God, I love that episode. He's like, can you check on uh, Leonard Snart? Because he's like not responding. What are you doing here, Flash? Yeah. Oh, man, so good. Season two also has the episode called The Reverse Flash Returns, and that's our first time seeing Matt Leisher as, our second yeah. time seeing Matt Leisher as Eobard. Like, seeing that for the first time was so insane, and now we can never live that up again because we know what's going to happen. Yeah, and two, just, like, the first three seasons, like, obviously the showrunner got fired because he was a creep, but or allegedly a creep, but... The first three seasons, dog, the visual effects were better. The writing yeah. was better. The stories they were like better. They weren't trying too hard, it seems. Yeah. They they switched up the formula starting with season four. And... Well, they probably had clear visions in the first three seasons, whereas like the seasons after, they're kind of like, I don't know what to do now because either yeah. we have to follow up from these previous seasons or we have to create something that's not a speedster now. And that's all we know how to do. That's true. I remember the showrunner coming out being like, every season we've had a speedster, so season four will be our first non-speedster villain. And we were like, yeah, let's go. And then it was like good at first, and he goes to yeah. prison and everything, and so on and yeah, so dude, forth. Yeah, do you remember like the whole, uh, like, the uh, DeVoe took out the restraining order against Barry because they, they started making Barry look like he was insane and like fixated yeah. on them? Yeah, this is all season four, by the way. Yeah, everybody. so we'll get to that eventually. But there were so many kernels of goodness in the later seasons that they just weren't able to pop. Yeah. I think uh, just so we could get... So after like this episode, we'll be on season three now. Yeah. We should probably do it a little more often, especially since we're probably going to be doing more segments of season three. Yeah. So maybe like was, every other week. Yeah, I, I was going to say maybe every... Uh, maybe. Like I was even say maybe ep every episode we like just have like a ten minute section devoted to talking about the flash. But I like your idea better of every other week. It just gives us some time to yeah. space things out. Another segment. Mm -hmm. A flash segment. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean the 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 run that the CW was on with the first two seasons of Arrow, the first two seasons of the first three seasons of the Flash first two seasons of uh legends i mean unprecedented insane yeah. we got legends shit for free not too far, though. no not <laughs> yeah. not up to the same level but the fact that it was still watchable and entertaining the first two seasons for for people of the first OG season was really good yeah i like season but two second season two was good but it ended dumb for me yeah Season three starts off with uh, Oliver Queen in it. Yeah. Uh, I always love oh, seeing dude. Oliver Queen. Yeah, I love rewatching Arrow in like the early seasons because it's like bare bones, like street level type shit. It's not any crazy shit. It's just like a dude with an arrow killing people. And first of all, killing people. Remember, like, <laughs> remember yeah. we stopped and we were like, dude, like, it's like what took away like the, the, the pizzazz about the show is that he's just like, yeah. Um, but also like Arrow is the DC TV universe's equivalent of Iron Man. It started everything. Or or Batman, yeah. Yeah, like it started everything. Like if it weren't for Arrow, the Flash TV show wouldn't exist. That's Legends wouldn't it, exist. Arrowverse. Yeah, the Arrowverse wouldn't exist. None of it would exist. And probably DC would have been set back another five years. God knows what the <laughs> Theatrical releases would have been like if the Arrowverse never happened. Do I need a, a Green Arrow movie with Stephen Dude, Amell? I and saw... I need a reboot of The Flash with Grant. Well, do you still have to watch uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League? No, I saw it. You saw it? Yeah, I thought that shit was gas. Yes, it's better than it's the best the thing first DC's Justice League. Put out. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, actually, I don't know. I don't know if it's the best thing DC's put out. I think so. I like the first better. Wonder Woman a lot. No, not better. Yeah, I think it is better. Just because, like, the movie is fine. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, but it's four hours long. Yeah, but you can't be like, oh, it's bad because it's long. No, it's not bad because it's long, but there's so much of the movie that can be cut. 
and the 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 same feeling would still like i would still feel the same about the movie if certain scenes were cut like the scene with the joker at the end like there's no reason for that scene shit like that like where jack and i were like we're ready to go to bed it's fucking four in the morning we started watching this at midnight (laughs) we didn't realize that it's actually four hours yeah we thought there'd be something no, we, I think I it mean, might be close to five. Actually, yeah, I mean, look, it's much. It's. I'm glad that he was able to release it and and see his vision come to fruition. But it's not, in my opinion, it's not at the quality of like Avengers. Obviously, yeah, yeah, of course. Good shit. It's still good. There's still a lot of really cool scenes. But fuck Ezra Miller. Um, I don't really have anything else to to touch on. And if you have any updates or exciting news to share, be my guest. Not really. Uh, the only notes that I have are like, you know, we talked about the snowboarding, how that's not been working. But uh, the only other thing would be a couple of things I've been watching. So I've been watching kind of half-assed, but like kind of paying attention, the new Suicide Squad with the shark in it. The one with that James Gunn directed? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I've been watching that and it's pretty good. Um, it's It was interesting to see the beach scene where they had team one and team two and the team yeah. one was from like the last movie essentially. Yeah. And just fucking kills them off. And yeah. It goes like, into this new team. I, I liked it. Was it was kind of perfect. Yeah. When Jack and I went and saw, or when Jack and I watched it, we were like, all right, that's pretty, like a pretty funny tongue in cheek way of being like, all right, yeah. the old suicide squad's dead. Yeah. Like that was like really cool. Yeah. I like but the then, first, I like know. the new suicide squad movie. Yeah. And then Harley Quinn, you know, Margot Robbie has to survive, bro. Yeah. There are a few untouchables, um, I think, that they said would carry over uh, from the original yeah. Suicide Squad. Margot Robbie's 100% that. They, that's like the casting Him, Her and John Cena, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, John Cena's got like the show and everything. In. Yeah. Yeah. James Gunn, man. Let him Back cook. to DC. What are we doing here? I know. <laughs> Full circle moment. But thank you guys for uh, choosing to hang out with us. Uh, virtualness aside, uh, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen. Um, we talked about a lot. We did the roundup like normal. And then we did our flash talk and all of our flash goodies. Um, but be on the lookout for the episode next week because not only does Nick's Picks return with our year in review... Uh, segment, yeah. but Shutter Showcase also returns, as does our new segment. Well, it's not really returning, but we're unveiling the new segment. Yeah, it's a um, fine-tuned version of the segment. Yeah, and then um, because the holidays are quickly approaching, we do have a little present in store for you guys. Uh, we've got a little bonus episode that'll be available, um, so be on the lookout for that. That'll either be coming out on Christmas Eve or christmas day it's not going to be anything crazy it's just going to be a short episode with just like some some fun segments and some fun ideas that we had nothing yeah. crazy but just a little something yeah because we don't want to do a full on episode on christmas that's you know everyone's having time with family and doing stuff so yeah we're just gonna keep it short and sweet and then it'll just be a little extra thing because we'll have yeah, like it, a normal episode too it'll just be yeah it'll be back. our normal episode will come out um on tuesday um instead of Monday, because Christmas is on a Monday this year. Anyway, but thank you guys for choosing to hang out with us. Josh, do you have any uh, last words you would like to impart to the audience? Uh, watch The Flash. Couldn't I mean, that, those are the perfect words right there to say. I mean, I don't have anything else to say. Watch The Flash. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Later. <laughs> <laughs>